Hi, I'm Lisa Passel. Welcome to an armchair improbable walk down the Rue de Bièvre in Paris. Thanks for joining me. This month, I've been reading Dante's Inferno with an online group of poets and thinkers. And Dante always makes me think, surprisingly enough, about a little medieval street in Paris. The street, Rue de Bièvre, is named for a river that once ran through the 13th and the 5th arrondissement of the left bank to empty into the Seine. The famous Dictionnaire des Rues of Paris claims, and I quote, Dante, banished from his native town of Florence, arrived in Paris around 1301, lived in Rue de Bièvre, and studied French grammar and philosophy. This isn't impossible. Paris had a very famous book, trade, and intellectual life centered in this part of the city. However, there's absolutely no proof that the great Florentine poet lived in Rue de Bièvre. We don't even know if he got to Paris during his years of exiles. Some scholars sketchily argue that Dante's line, Vico d'Aglia Strani, is a tiny throwaway reference to the street one block over from here, the Rue de Foire, named for the hay bales that students used as seating for the open-air lectures. Who knows? What I can guarantee is that the great Florentine definitely walked down narrow medieval streets similar to this one, but not necessarily here. Now part of the city's sewer system, the Bièvre still exists as an underground river. This street is named for the river, though it is built on the path of a man-made canal branch dug by monks in the early Middle Ages. Today, the little Rue de Bièvre is a pleasure to walk down because it's narrow and atmospheric. Standing at the start of the little street, we're beside the Seine, looking at Notre Dame, which is still standing despite the terrible fire which destroyed the roof just over a year ago. What a year it's been since then. In the early 1160s, the Bishop of Paris, Maurice de Sully, claimed he had a vision of this cathedral while he slept. Building began in 1163 and continued until 1345. After last year's fire and now with the current city shut down, the cathedral is facing huge challenges. Though I'm not a practicing Catholic, I have faith that Notre Dame will come through. If we walk up a little ways on the Rue de Bièvre, we reach number 12, a building from the 1300s. At that time, this neighborhood was the heart of the university district. Lectures were often held outside in open-air auditoriums. So these streets were filled with students, many from out of town, and many of the buildings were collèges, colleges, more like dormitories where the students lived. So this building here, with the sculpted dragon and Saint-Michel on the second floor of its facade, this was the Collège Saint-Michel in the mid-1300s. A dozen or so students from Limoges lived here, conveniently close to their lectures. 
walking further up the little Rue de Bievre, we can leave the Middle Ages and give a nod to the Renaissance because somewhere in this street, though the building is unknown, the amazing 16th century sculptor Germain Pilon had his home. Pilon is known for many important royal commissions. One of my favorite sculptures in the Louvre, the Fountain of Diana, has an uncertain provenance. Some scholars say it's by Germain Pilon. Now to finish walking up this tiny street, we're going to walk into the 20th century. Remember, it's a very narrow street, which makes it difficult to take good photographs. But here, a little further up the street, there's a garden. The trees have been in bloom all over Paris for the past week. And this square, or public park, very small, is named for Danielle Mitterrand a feminist, a liaison officer in the resistance, and a vocal supporter of international human rights, Danielle is primarily remembered for her role as first lady to President François Mitterrand. He led France from 1981 to 1995. For roughly two decades, the Mitterrand lived on this street here at 22 Rue de Bièvre. When I first moved to Paris in the 90s, this street was guarded by police because the president was in residence here. He kept his office up under the roof of the building and the family apartment was on the ground floor. From photos, I can say that the Mitterrand's apartment was surprisingly modest and cozy. Of course, the president famously had a nearby second apartment with his mistress and daughter. Danielle, meanwhile, did not breakfast alone here in the Rue de Bièvre. She was often joined by her lover, a journalist, who was sometimes seen buying fresh croissants for their breakfast. The small public park, the square next door to her house, was named in her honor for her work in international human rights in 2013. Take your time wandering up the rest of this street, which finishes in the Place Maubert. These days, it's a market with some permanent food shops. Some of them are delicious, especially the bakery. Back in the Middle Ages, in Dante's time, this Place Maubert was one of the open-air auditoriums where students would sit on hay bales and listen to lectures. I'll leave you here. Thanks for joining me for this armchair walk. Join my mailing list on my website, lisapassel.com, to join me on future walks.